Hey guys, I am back again with another episode finally for the Pursuing the Happy podcast. If you are new here and don't know who I am, I'm Hetty, I'm the host, and today's episode is a fun one. I know it's been a really long time since I recorded something, and it's really just been because university life has been super busy, especially second semester for some reason. It was actually more heavy than the first one so I didn't have time to really sit down and record something I feel like I did once in a while do some but they just weren't good enough and you know originally I actually did plan to release something else today not this episode that I'm releasing right now but I did have a more business focused one the thing is after I recorded that and I like waited a day or so I realized that that one probably I wanted to change up the content for a little bit so then I decided to record this one and put together this new episode. But yeah this episode today is all about ways to glow up your life particularly because I'm personally making a summer glow up bucket list for myself and I thought that this would be a great way to kind of share what I'm doing and also give you some inspiration if you wanted to do that yourself. I feel like summer is a really great time to be doing these glow up kind of things you don't really feel like it over the winter it just feels more like drowsier stuff but in the summer especially when it comes to things like building a morning routine it just gives you that extra pump of energy especially waking up with the sun or something like that so if you have been here a while and have been following me for a while you probably know that i've been trying to morph myself into a morning person for the longest time and have not been super successful in that not saying that i haven't done it for like a good period of time but once in a while there's gonna be things in life that you know come in and then they screw up your whole system and schedule and i've just found it kind of hard to um stay consistent you know I've been doing it but then once in a while there's gonna be something that messes up my system and then you know I'm back to my original thing which is annoying and frustrating but we're really gonna try and work on that this summer. That isn't exactly my full-on you know bucket list of course that was kind of just my ultimate summer goal so I wanted to talk about that a little bit first. I will be touching on that at the end of this episode but Yeah, I just wanted to touch on that first. But I did have a list of 10 glow-up goals that I have for the summer. Um, I don't know why I call it glow-up goals because I never really think of it as a glow-up kind of thing. I think it's kind of just because that's a trendy word and it fits with the, you know, idea and context of what I'm doing. So yeah, we're using that. Anyways, let's dive into the first thing, which is number one, sticking to a schedule. Now, I do want to talk about how this might be a more of a personality kind of thing. So if you're a person that really works well by going with the flow, then this might not be really a thing for you. But for me personally, I tried the idea of having freedom in my day where I don't schedule out the specific things of what I'm doing. And I just realized that that does not work for me. And my whole life, I actually run really well on schedules. Like I am infinitesimally more productive when I schedule out my tasks in my day, specifically in a time block kind of format. So I'll do things like from 9 a.m. to let's say 10 a.m. I will do one task. And then from 10 to 11, I'll do something else. And when I write it down like that and actually schedule out time blocks, I just, I'm really able to stay on top of things and get things done. But the moment I don't have that written down somewhere and I just kind of go with the flow in a day, I found that I really get, I don't get that much done. And if I do, it's like, it's nice, but 
I just feel a lot less productive than I could have been. So I don't even schedule out like meetings or only those kind of things. Like I schedule out everything. Um, during my school year, like if you looked at my calendar, you probably would have fainted because it was the whole thing was color coded and it was like really full. So I like if you looked at it, you would have really been like, oh my gosh, what is she doing? But yeah, I get like just schedule out everything. So if it's like I want to schedule out some time to work on a certain assignment, I will have that as a time block. But yeah, if you do need help being more motivated and productive, I do have another post in episode on this specifically where I talk about tips I have more in depth. But overall, I do highly recommend creating a schedule for yourself if you are a person that likely runs better that way or if you want to just try it out and see if that is something that might improve your productivity. But for me, it's been a super effective glow-up method and I speak from years and years of experience because that's literally what I've been doing my whole life and the moment I tried doing something else, I just found it didn't work. All right, number two is investing. So this is like something that I feel like not many lifestyle bloggers talk about. And this is not to say that I have become a lifestyle blogger or anything. I do think like once in a while, it's fun to create more lifestyle posts. And that's what I'm doing now, I guess. That's what this episode is. But investing, if you don't do it already, this is basically your sign in kind of little push to do so because you don't want to have your money sitting there collecting dust. And if you really want to glow up your finances, you need to invest. It does seem quite kind of intimidating at first, I would say, and I would definitely agree with that. If I did not do business in university, like if I didn't go to business school or anything, I would probably also like if you aren't investing now, I I definitely understand how you feel because it is kind of a lot to navigate. And if you don't really know the philosophy and the inner workings of how it works, it can get kind of confusing and you don't really know what you're doing. You're kind of just plugging your money into, you know, companies, you know, without really thinking about the core idea behind it. And I feel like if I were to really get into it, I would need a whole other episode just to kind of explain the things I learned from university so far. And I'm only in like my first year. So there's a lot for me to learn still. But you know, with that little life tip, the goal for myself is to take some time this summer to just sit down and read some really great investment books and just delve further into this area because while I do invest a little bit right now, I feel like there's just so much more I could be learning and getting into and just exploring. So yeah, I just think it's a really great way to glow up your life and I really definitely got more interest in this after um, I had a really amazing prof in my finance course this year. I might make another podcast episode later on investing once I do get more confidence and feel like I could be doling out some investment experience. But right now, I'm just gonna, you know, take some time to learn more about it. And yeah, I would encourage you to also do so if you haven't already. Number three, follow a chore schedule. So I know that chores are not super fun and I always found that I also put 
off things once in a while because I'm like, you know, I should be doing this and if I do chores and whatever, that's going to take time out of my day and I don't really want to do that either. So I had this idea of having a chore schedule where I block off a chunk of time, like I talked about earlier, you know, time blocking is just super effective for me, and I'm planning to block off a chunk of time every Saturday to just complete chores, and this isn't like normal everyday stuff that you gotta do, like washing dishes, but it's more like vacuuming or hand washing laundry and more seasonal stuff that you don't do like super often but you should be doing once a week or like somewhat regularly um yeah I think that just following a chore schedule is really going to help in that area because you know as great as your personal life and personal development kind of stuff is if you can't get your surroundings in your home really nice organized and clean then that's still gonna affect you negatively and I do know for myself if my surroundings are not organized and clean, I just also feel kind of groggy and stuff. So that's my idea for chores. And now going into number four, the thing I have written down here is go outside more. And this is not going outside to shops or that kind of thing, especially because it's quarantine. I don't think, um, like right now where I live, they just did another lockdown officially so I definitely don't have the luxury to go outside even though I don't really go anywhere that much these days but it's more about going outside into nature so if you have a backyard just go outside or even on your balcony and just enjoy the fresh air I've always found nature to be super therapeutic there's a ravine and like river by where I live so I really want to go on a walk over there again it's been quite a while since I did that and now that it's going to be summer soon I think it's just going to be a great experience just to walk outside enjoy the sounds of birds and stuff you know it's a really grounding experience just going outside breathing the air and I did have this kind of mindfulness exercise that I wanted to share with you guys that I really like when I'm outside and basically the idea is to just be really still, sit down or something and then just be quiet and listen to your surroundings and try and just pick out different things that you do or you experience or that you hear. Go through the five senses, what do you smell, what do you see. I think it's also nice once in a while to close your eyes but sometimes if you like look at the sky, I always love just laying down on the grass, looking at the sky, watching the clouds. That's such an amazing feeling and you know, it just makes you really happy. So yeah, just try that mindfulness exercise out the next time you go outside. Just be still. You could be standing, you could be sitting, whatever is comfortable for you, and then just go through the five senses and kind of make yourself aware of your surroundings. Number five, practice your passions. So I've always found some time, even when I was super busy, to play piano. I just found it was a nice way to take a break from the screen, do something fun for myself, and relax. And this summer, I'm planning on delving into that a little bit further. Um, I've got a goal to learn some new songs. One of them is La Campanella by List, and it's if you Google it, you're going to find that it's one of the hardest songs for piano. Um, And I did try to learn a little bit of it, but you know, the jumps in the right hand, if you are familiar with piano, you'll know what I mean by like octave leaps, but like La Campanella, if you don't know what it is, it's called the bell, you should listen to it. Like everyone who's listening to this podcast right now, after you're done listening to this, go listen to the song. It's so amazing. 
sounds amazing and I've always wanted to learn it, but the moment I tried to learn it, it is really hard. It is like really, really hard. So I don't know if I'll be able to stick in there for that long. I do have some other songs that I'm learning just for fun, some easier, much easier ones like The Entertainer, that kind of thing. But yeah, I just have a goal to learn some new songs on the piano. It's always really nice. And I feel like once you master a song, a new song on the piano, it's a really rewarding experience, super fun. So I plan to do that a little bit more over the summer as well. Whatever passions you have, like if you don't play piano, it could be just like maybe you run, maybe you do soccer, maybe you paint. Just take some time this summer and get down into refining your craft some more. All right, number six, exercising regularly. So I used to go swimming actually quite often. But now that it's COVID, I am definitely not going to a pool. Like, I don't go outside that much, like I said. But the point is, I'm not super athletic. So I don't feel compelled to exercise super regularly, especially when life is busy. Like, I just put that into the back burner. But I feel like it's a good thing to be doing. Um, I just... I don't know. When it comes to exercise, I know there's like the YouTube video stuff and I do that once in a while, but sometimes it can get a little bit boring, you know, and I'm just trying to figure out what a good way to exercise regularly is. I do know that going outside is nice, so I think I might go on walks more often and stuff. I think that's a great way to do things because I am getting a little bit tired of the YouTube workout kind of thing. But yeah, exercising regularly, it's something that I should be doing more. And so that is definitely a goal. And I am planning on doing the time blocking method again to make sure that that's in my schedule. All right, number seven, read more books. If you know me, I love books. Like I read all the time. But when you have a full-time university course load, it can sometimes be really hard to find time for reading just for fun. But I've personally put aside time once in a while to still read for fun. But it's, it is harder to kind of put aside time to read harder books. And... This summer, I'm specifically going to be looking more at finding some of those more challenging books, some more like deeper level things. I did like what I mean by books are fun and deeper level books. Basically, books are fun are the ones that I can read in like an hour or two. I can just go sit down and just like blow through and you don't really have to think when you read. So more like young adult novels or life like what is it called realistic fiction novels like those kind of things they don't require too much brain to read you don't have to do reflecting you kind of just read what it says and it it tells you the story and it's like really simple what i mean by more challenging ones are the ones that have like that deeper meaning that real sometimes even like hard to understand and you have to sit there and think about what is this story kind of trying to say or what's going on a little bit those are like They're fun to read, definitely, but they do take more time and a little bit more energy to read, I think, because you got to sit there, you got to reflect, you got to connect the dots a little bit more. I do have two kind of recommendations if you are looking for that area, the Pulitzer Prize and the Scotiabank Giller Prize. I've always found books that have won those prizes really great, so whenever I'm looking for those more challenging books, I do kind of go into those lists and see recent winners for past years. That's always been a super effective way for me to just find some new interesting books to read so I am going to look at that Um, I did mention earlier that I'm also looking at investment books and stuff yeah that's kind of the general idea there are some personal development books that I also want to read a little bit more maybe some marketing books but um, those take a little bit more time to just like 
go through and find some good ones because sometimes especially for me for like self-development books I do enjoy reading them but I found that it's really hard to find super good ones that are just amazing and that you just feel super enlightened after you read them or something but that's my thoughts in the areas of books I can probably talk about books for way longer so I won't stay on that topic for too long but basically if you don't read too often right now I definitely encourage it because reading is literally one of the best ways to have a life glow up I think it just gives you so much knowledge and everything and I know it sounds super cliche but like I think everyone once they reach that kind of guru status or something they just always encourage you to read more books and stuff and it's it's just a great life habit to have even if you don't read books maybe like at least read the news every day or something like that just get yourself into the habit of consuming written content as opposed to digital content online everywhere social media kind of makes you like yes it is fun to scroll through it and sometimes there's like deeper things that happen on social media but when it's on that kind of video and audio format if you're practicing your analysis in that kind of area a lot and consuming content in that regard it can definitely bring down your skills in the more linguistic and like you know word kind of stuff i feel like i'm just spitting out random words now that don't really make sense so i'm just gonna move on to number eight which is writing i have always loved writing i think i wrote stories ever since i was a kid so writing has been like a really great life habit of mine but specifically on this point i wanted to talk about seth godin if you don't know him he's basically like a marketing guru person and he has a blog where he he just practices writing every day like he does writing every day and he posts a thing on his blog sometimes it's not very long like it's a small paragraph or something but he gets in the habit of writing every day and i think that's a super inspiring thing that i wanted to share with you guys and in terms of my own goals I think writing, if I could just take some time out of my day one day to just write stories or write poems. I do know in high school we were encouraged to like write stuff. We had to like do this portfolio where we had to put together writing pieces and that just really made me feel like I improved my writing significantly over high school and I want to, you know, continue that. I don't want to lose that skill. So writing is definitely on my list as well number nine trying something that you've always wanted to try this i think i want to talk about and unpack this a little bit because it's not necessarily doing something that you've never done before like it could be learning a new skill but it could also be something that you just wanted to get better at i know there's a lot on my plate this summer in terms of things because like 10 things on my list and they're all each of them are all pretty big things as well so i feel like there's a lot and i need to focus down a little bit But if I had some other things that I wanted to get better at, I would probably say building up my Chinese reading skills a little bit more. I might borrow some books from the library and just try reading that. I can read in Chinese in a lab, but like, you know, just to build up my vocabulary a little bit more. I do want to learn guitar or get better at flute. It's always nice to play more instruments, but there's there's a lot (laughs) that is on my plate already, so... Um, I also love the sound of the violin and so if I could choose something that I've always wanted to try I think it would be to learn violin but since I already have so many other instruments that I like kind of have and I need to get better at I should probably get better at those first before I try learning a whole new instrument and buying a whole new instrument so yeah but that's kind of a side note fun fact about me I want to learn violin and 
yeah, that brings us to number 10. Our final thing, the thing that I started with and the thing that I could unpack for a really long time, like waking up early is something that has always been on my list, as I said before, but I just wanted to kind of end off this episode with a few tips since I've been working at this for a while, some super effective methods for me, and then hopefully that'll help you if you're in the kind of similar boat where you want to wake up early but just found it super hard to implement and keep consistent. The first method that has helped me is having an alarm clock that is not my phone. If you listen to like Mel Robbins or something, some people that are super great about morning routines and productivity and self-development and all that stuff, they're going to recommend not having your phone in your bedroom. And ever since I did that, that's actually been really helpful for me as well. Just waking up and not having that groggy feeling of checking your phone first thing and kind of getting connected to the world before you wake up and get connected to yourself. I found that to be a really powerful thing. And super great for productivity, like you wake up better and um, you feel more natural when you don't go on social media or check your email first thing in the morning. And so now I use my iPad as my alarm clock instead of my phone and that has been a really great helpful tip that I have. Second tip and kind of final tip I wanted to share is waking up early is all dependent on having the self-control to go to bed early. Like, for me, the days where I really make sure and I, like, you know, force myself to go to bed early are the days that I'm able to wake up early. And if I even say, let's go to bed at 10.30 and then I end up going like, it's okay, let me finish this first. The moment I go, it's okay, let me finish that first, I know that I'm basically a goner and it does not end up happening. I do not go to bed on time and it just falls apart. So... Really, I think it's not a it's not about the self-control to force yourself to wake up early. Like, don't do that. It doesn't feel good. You don't feel great in the morning either. It's all about going to bed early and then waking up and listening to your alarm clock and not pushing snooze. I think that's just the key idea and um that is the key thing that I'm gonna be working on this summer. So yeah, um I hope that this episode was helpful and inspiring for you. It was definitely super fun for me to put together. I thought it was a nice little list and it was nice for me to kind of just, you know, plan out my summer as I was writing this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode was helpful for you, please do share it on social media or subscribe and leave a review because that definitely does help me and my podcast. Not just to give me more motivation to, you know, record, but it does help with like rankings and numbers and all that stuff. Even though that's not, that's definitely not my focus for my podcast. Like if you look at my numbers, they're not like, they're not those humongous things. I don't think I've put too much emphasis on that, especially because I don't talk about this every episode, but yeah, um, you know, I just thought that this was a great episode and I wanted to share. And if you guys like it, I would love for you to share it as well. All right. Thank you so much again for tuning in and I will see you in my next episode.